From Connext Media, this is Atlanta Born and Brand. I'm your host, Jonathan Hilliard. On this show, we talk often with entrepreneurs about their journey and how they've built their business. But back in August, we sat down with Elliot Hall of Firemaker Brewing for the first part of our series, The Brand is Born. When we heard what Firemaker was doing, we couldn't wait to witness that journey unfold in real time and wanted to bring you all along with us. This week, we check back in with Elliot as construction begins to wrap up. He shares with us the trials they've faced and what they are doing to prepare for their grand opening. Without further ado, we give you part two of The Brand is Born with Firemaker Brewing. Well, Elliot, welcome back. Thanks for having uh, me. We we just said, you know, offline that you guys are officially the first people that we have recorded for the second time. Well, so I really appreciate it. Yes. I'm, glad, I'm glad we uh, <laughs> we're worthy of coming back. That's absolutely cool. no. I'm excited to continue this um, kind of building the brand theme with you guys because when we talked to you first, it was last summer, summer of 2019, and you had the building and construction had started but you were still so far off um, yeah. from completion. And now you guys are like knocking on the door. Like yeah. you're, you're right there. And I'm wondering what the last six months have been like for you who have spent so much time, I mean, really years in the planning and in the, the thought process of developing out FireMaker. You're right on the doorstep, man. What's it, what's it feel like? Um, <laughs> some days it feels like, yeah, like a, like a marathon. And you're like, just don't stumble. At, at the finish line, you know, like, uh, uh, or, or don't, don't take your foot off the gas. Um, but, uh, yeah, just so many years coming up, it feels really, really surreal. And of course, once we open, you know, then that's a whole new chapter. And like, uh, you know, I've got some, some, uh, good friends in the industry who've been able to, uh, you know, like tell me about things coming up and things like that. So it'll be a whole nother chapter of its own challenges and obstacles and, and rewards. But, uh, you know, construction was huge. Uh, it's definitely one of the busiest times uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. So it, it feels surreal that yeah. that's, ending, uh, that's ending soon. So. Now, you know, we talked about in the first episode that you, you grew up in construction. You knew, you knew what this was going to entail. But now, with all the anticipation of what you were looking forward to with FireMaker, did construction still kind of rear its ugly head and present some surprises to you? What's that been like for you? Or have you been, you know, pretty, okay, I expected that, you know, have you been able to go with the flow a little better because of your background? Luckily, because of like the background in construction and having, uh, you know, family in construction, nothing was like jarring. Yeah. Like there was definitely stuff you go, really? And wow, that's going to hurt. Or um, there was some just, I guess lead times on a few things. Uh, that was kind of the biggest thing where you thought you might be able to, you know, get this piece of equipment installed within, you know, four weeks and it's eight weeks. Right. And then, you know, it, each, it's, uh, it's like each piece, each piece clicks into another piece. And so you have to have this done in order to move to the next uh, phase or the next yeah. step. And so like, and then you, there's days you're like, God, if we only had this done already, we could move forward with this. And, yeah. uh, um, you know, of course you've got, you have, dozens of inspections and there's a lot of permitting that goes into all of it uh and you know um that's that's a that's a a long process i mean everybody was super helpful but it's just it's it is a process i mean um but uh nothing 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 jarring i mean i i I was used to long days so like when you were out there for 14 15 hours you know you're like all right that's it um shutting down (laughs) 
actually shutting down half of Chattahoochee. <laughs> I had never Chattahoochee Avenue, uh, right at Howell Mill. That's pretty busy, um, really busy uh, road, and we had to shut down part of that. To uh, we had to put in a uh, a stormwater uh, reservoir uh, underneath our parking lot, and there was nowhere to put our original old parking lot. So we had to like shut down part of Chattahoochee bring trucks in to load that old concrete, dig it up with a backhoe, yeah. put it in these trucks, ship it out. And then, you know, when you, you only had a you know a window of hours to do this during the day because you couldn't shut it down just indefinitely. Right. So you'd have to, like, coordinate all that. And that was me, you know, just being out there. And so, like, you have to coordinate all that. <laughs> and then the next day you got to set it all back up again. And then it's like, all right, well, now we've got to pour concrete back. Or we got to install this. Like, we had to dig, you know, a dozen feet into the earth yeah. to put this pool in, uh, basically, and then cover it all back up. And so that was the big one, shutting down Chattahoochee Avenue. <laughs> and, uh, um, yeah, that, that was the if, – if any if anything stands out, there, that was probably where most of my worries came from is what if we don't do this right? <laughs> That'll always be that uh, little caveat. You remember, like, when we were building this and we had to shut down a major Atlanta road in order <laughs> to, yeah. to move forward? But, yeah. That's cool. Um, and I should say on air that, you know, thank you again for bringing the beverages for the podcast record. Yeah, oh, man. If you're listening to this and, and you own a beverage company of any kind and we ever call you to have an episode, Elliot has set the standard. So you guys have a lot to live up to. <laughs> Let's, uh, before we get into talking about the actual product, the beer, um, the construction process, you're not dealing with small equipment here. So, you know, I think last time when we talked to you, you had kind of, you'd made a lot of purchases, you were beginning to install, but you guys have wrapped up sort of that portion of the process now of kind of getting all the equipment in, um, you know, still in the construction process before, you know, you can get to the really the making of your core product, which is the beer. Um, what went into like kind of designing your space and really figuring out how to do it uh, the most efficient way? Were you looking at how other breweries did it? Did you have kind of something in mind going ahead? What did you put into that process? Um, so I uh, I spent a lot of time on that, actually. Uh, hmm. um, my wife would probably say like uh, hundreds of hours <laughs> uh, because, you know, you got a finite amount of space. Uh, right. Like we really wanted that location on uh, Chattahoochee Avenue. Hmm. And, uh, you know, you got to make it work for... Your yeah. business plan and your goals for that business and uh so i i definitely looked at you know other breweries and then you know i've, I've worked with hundreds of bars and restaurants and mm. uh, um you know you you ask people like you're like how's the flow like if people are ordering beer here you know where are they gonna go like you can't have a bottleneck there sure um so then that's kind of more the tap room but you're thinking about that flow back out to your you know your tables and then like where you can't have congestion over by you know uh, like where the bathroom hallway is and stuff like that. So yeah. um, <laughs> uh, we had an interior designer when I was showing them that they were like, you've designed this uh, very methodically. Mm. <laughs> like, cause I was just picturing and, you know, segmented areas and stuff like that where you like can move and, and go from one place. And it's neat though, because people who are in the industry who've come in and seen it, they're like, someone thought this. Through. Yeah. Like y- y'all have a plan That's for cool. if it's, 20 people in there or if it's 100 people in there right and then the same thing on the the brewing side um and of course tyler our our head brewer um he looked over that uh, a lot with me as well but uh, it's the same process like you're like all right so you've got your canning line here uh where are your bright tanks uh positioned which that's the last tank before you would you know put Mm -hmm. uh, the the beer into a can on your canning line so you're trying to think like well let's try to get that near the canning line then you got to think about taking like spent grain out from the uh 
from the mash ton. And then on a brew day, if somebody's over here working in the cellar, how is that going to mesh? Right. Try, it's, it's just trying to figure out your space and the flow of it. So the, the, I guess what I'm trying to say is just a lot of time looking over it, working it through and talking to people and you know, coming up with the, the best uh, possible solution. But sure. We'll also open and then immediately be like, damn, we should have yeah, <laughs> done this. in a different like, spot. Yep. Well, that's the nice thing about owning the company is you can change things if you'd like. Yeah. You know, you can always make adjustments. Um, but has there been a moment for you yet, and maybe it's it won't happen until you open, but where, you know, you're the last one there at night, and before you walk out, you just kind of look back and think, Man, like we've we've accomplished something here. We've we've done something, you know, just moment of pride that's kind of come on. Have you had that yet or have you not had a chance enough to slow down to have that? I definitely haven't you described it like yeah. uh, very well is it's always like it's always after that day that, you know, just wouldn't let up. Mm. You know, it was just something after something yeah. and, and you still knocked out because you never you never get enough done in a day, but you you know, it was a full solid day and mm. yeah, you you're there it's 10 30 11 o'clock and you're in the parking lot and uh it's neat because i think it's happened like several times so like hmm. like you're there and after we finished shutting down chattahoochee and i was there late and i was looking at this new parking lot and it was all done and i'm just kind of like oh, wow and like i'm standing yeah. you know near the, the road and like looking back at it and like look what we've done and then like you know you have a you have lights go up outside or something yeah. like that but Several moments like that, but I've definitely had a couple of like blown. I'm, I'm in the car, I'm about to leave, and like you just kind of you get out and you just like look at it. Sure. You take a little bit of a, a little bit of time to appreciate what you're doing. Yeah. Because because it's not going to stop the next day. No. <laughs> like you still. Uh, but it you know it's it for me that always comes. It's always well timed when you have a moment like that because it gives you that much more energy to mm-hmm. go into the next day and really attack. You know, th- like you said, that never ending list of things you got to get done the next day. That's a lot easier when you can take a step back and you're able to sort of separate yourself from it and say, all right, we got a long way to go, but dadgummit, if we have this team that I've built hasn't like accomplished a heck of a lot to this point, you know? Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm, you know, and I'm sure not the best, uh, but I, I definitely try to take times throughout the, the month to like really think about and, and like tell the team I appreciate what they're doing <laughs> because like, I mean, you're all going hundred miles an hour yeah and uh you could get lost in it right uh you know all the stuff i've done i couldn't have done without you know help from family friends uh you know a great team of employees right i guess that'd be a good question for them is like yeah y'all had moments where you're like wow this is (laughs) yeah i can't believe we're this far along now and you know i think it's always a um matter of you know the employees never I think get quite as high or quite as low as, you know, the person with kind of their neck on the line as the owner. But it is cool to to be a part of building something with some people and like be that third person watching them enjoy like what's being built. And you know, know that like you guys are sharing like this season of life together right now that you're literally creating something from scratch. Mm-hmm. And that like builds a cool you know, relationship and bond, I think, between a team of people working together that's not there and, like, a corporate people in, people out yeah. sort of thing. So, I mean, I'm sure you guys have experienced already, and when you open, when you open, it'll just get more so, like, you guys' team, you guys are going to be closer than, than coworkers normally would be. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, 
text each other or email a lot more yeah. and a lot later or a lot earlier. <laughs> um, I uh -huh. think uh, like one of the things I always talk about, like when I'm interviewing somebody is like, I, I really like candor. Like I, I want, hmm. you know, like, you know, you, we've all worked at places where you're like, Oh, don't tell the boss that, or, you know, I'm right. like, no, tell me what's wrong. Like how can Shoot it be straight. better? You know? Sure. And, and so I think that's allowed us to like really be able to like be kind of direct with each other. So yeah. like when we need to, but like you're, you're, you're all reaching for the same, same goal. And uh, you're, you're right. I think the the bond is is, is pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And uh, that's neat. Um, yeah, it'd just be neat to see how we are. It'll be neat when we're all sitting back having a beer, uh, yeah, at Firemaker, and, and like sharing some, uh, no some stories. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't wait to to hear you know about those those cool moments in the early days for you guys for sure. But um, all right, to the to the nitty gritty. You guys are brewing beer now. We are. We are brewing beer. Um, so, uh, you know, um, you're not officially a brewery until you get your uh, brewery license. Right. Um, and uh, that's given to you by the state after uh, and the city after a lot of uh, a lot of permits and inspections. Like Angst we and about. consternation. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so we uh, as soon as we got our uh, brewing permit, we started test batching. And what we're drinking now is uh, the first um, beer off of our main system. And so when I'm saying main system, we have a, a 20 barrel system, uh, which um, that will be what we uh, produce the, the volume, uh, the majority of our volume yeah. with that goes out to distribution. And then we have a smaller system that's our pilot system. So okay. this is a, a pale ale um, off of our, our main system. It was the first beer we brewed on it. Um, it'll never reach market. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll do like a throwback to it or something. Sure. But, uh, this is literally to, um, I've been describing to people what building a brewery because people think like oh you're a brewery and you have your stuff hmm. make tons of beer and you're like well we not exactly <laughs> the best analogy i've been able to find is uh it's or, or or one i think that kind of makes sense is uh it's sort of like we didn't just get like a honda civic off the line <laughs> we built a car you know from the tires up right and this is our first time just taking it around the block so right you got to make sure like timing belts right and <laughs> brakes are right and yeah. stuff like that so this is this is taking our system around the block uh so this beer won't be in market unless we we do a throwback but this was uh obviously we're, we're drinking it now so this was a few weeks ago that we did this and um as of now we've been brewing around the clock on what we're actually going to have for yeah the, for the public uh, so we've been building inventory so, th so this is much more of the the Model T than it is the Tesla, yeah. you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah the, the, <laughs> very much so of the line. Well, listen, if this is where you're starting from, you're in a good spot because this is pretty dang good, man. Thank you. Uh, yeah. That goes back to um, that goes back to the the team, uh, the production hmm. team, uh, Tyler, our head brewer, and uh, Des, um, as uh, she's been helping around the clock with Tyler uh, as well, hmm. and um, they both have a lot of professional experience in right. this industry and that's what i think is uh important yeah uh, i i was a home brewer for a long time there's no way i could have done <laughs> this in, in in years of uh <laughs> yeah years of uh training <laughs> so you know that being said you know you can't start with just one one beer to offer mm. your brewery how do you how did you guys go about and I did see on Instagram a little teaser of what sort of the first few uh, first few beers might be. Yeah, that was that was Rachel. She did good with that. Yeah, <laughs> I thought How? that was well. Like if you can find it. Right, right. I found it. Yeah, gotcha, Rachel. <laughs> but uh, how do you how do you come to those realizations? What what uh, went into deciding what that 
those first few are going to be? Well, that was talking with, uh, honestly, that was talking with distributors in the market. Uh, Atlanta loves a good IPA, so mm. we're going to make some IPAs. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, our distributors are excited about that as well. And uh, Tyler, our head brewer, came from New England, and he mm. uh, he brewed a lot of, uh, you know, hazy New England IPAs. Mm. So that's, uh, that's what we're going to. That's not the only thing we're going to be doing, but that's where we're going to be yeah. playing around with a lot, and we kind of wanted to make that our first entry into the market. Sure. That's cool, man. And when it's 99 degrees in the middle of July, you know, that'll that'll go well with the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. yeah. That's cool. Um, so I want to talk to you a little bit about, you know, I assume a lot of Rachel's work, but your face has been an awful, on Instagram an awful lot walking through sort of the process of building this thing, which... By the way, I think it's been awesome. Thanks. That, I mean, because you guys already have a community you've built, and you, your doors aren't open yet. I'm sure you guys have had some people reaching out. You know, I'm sure you get, when are you opening? Like, when can I come? That's probably number one question. But, like, people <laughs> yeah. are interacting with your brand, and, like, you're building a community before you even open your doors. What's what's that aspect of it been like for you? Uh, it's It's been very – it's been very exciting, very cool. Um mm. Uh, when Rachel first came on, you know, I, I was, you know, kind of telling her some ideas I had, and Rachel had a bunch of ideas. And one thing I, I, I knew I wanted to do is, so like, when I was at the distributor, we'd have a lot of, uh, you know, beers come on, and we'd launch with those new breweries and stuff like that, and we'd hear their story from, you know, day day zero, which is great, and you know, they, right. they'd have a plan and stuff like that. And I was, I guess, growing up in construction, I was like, you know, there's a whole prequel that you know you could tell people about before you even open and they could see yeah. and you know i've always liked seeing what people had to work at to get to sure before it's like here you know so yeah. like um you know kind of like you watch the documentary behind the making of the, the movie or whatever right. it is and so i was like why don't we tell that story and then you know rachel came up like with the idea of like how we would do it and things like that mm. and so uh yeah, I wish I wish we could have done it uh, even more. Like the the, sure. the dream was like once a week, and uh, hmm. just when with construction at its peak, it was uh, it's impossible. impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But by doing that, I, I feel like we have a, a lot of people who are are really excited. We get messages all the time and stuff like that. And, yeah. and you're right. That question, like, when are you open opening, is like I was describing with the beers, like. We we have to make sure that this equipment is dialed in correctly and that the yeah. beer is of the quality and consistency that we want. Uh, but before we put it out in the market, because you only get to launch once, yeah. Um, so uh, that's why it's so hard to pin down. But it's I can say I can't say a date today, but I can say it's 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 very it's coming soon. Yeah. Uh, we we are not uh, we're not months out anymore. Yeah. Uh, so there will be something probably here in the next few weeks where we have a, an official date for everybody i just got goosebumps when you said that <laughs> that's uh that's me too awesome. actually i was yeah. kind of like oh my god i can't believe we're yeah. that close we're not talking months anymore like that's yeah. a a heck of a thing to say when yeah. you've been working so long at something like you're you're literally days away yeah you know at this point if, it's it, cool yeah it's real cool and I'll, I'll be very excited when we can tell uh tell people um we've even had people to like pop in like i've been working on the weekends hmm. and people will pop in thinking we're open <laughs> open and like one time me and my uh me and my wife we were like finishing some trim around the bar and like i got the tool belt on and everything <laughs> like that and they come walking up in and they're like y'all open and, like, like i'm like standing on the bar 
And that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah. It was it was great, and like the mural had just finished, and so like they saw the yeah. mural and they saw me, and we ended up chatting, hmm. and uh, we we all took a big picture <laughs> in front yeah. of the mural, and uh, uh, and then they actually came back uh, last Saturday. They stopped back in. Like we know we know you're not open, but you know, I love we, that man. We just can't wait. And, I love that yeah. because uh, you know, I think one thing that business owners struggle with, and when you like nothing's worse than going into a place, you know, and revisiting that place several times and having no idea like what is going on with the people behind it. Like, you know, business owners, especially in the restaurant and, in, um, you know, the beverage industry that don't interact with their customers, you know, like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, why do you own a business at that point? Yeah. Like, yeah, there's a bottom line aspect to it. I get it. But you're in the business of like interacting with people. Like yeah. that's what you're doing is you're you're creating a product that people want to interact with and enjoy. And especially for you guys, like you're building, you know, a little mini escape for folks, you know, to come and the that's fact that people are, <laughs> people are walking in, you know, to your store and you're taking pictures and stuff before you you open, that's cool. Um, and that's a good transition to this mural. <laughs> that went up in you guys' space is something else, uh, and you gotta you gotta check out. Uh, is it Firemaker Beer mm-hmm. is the Instagram account? Yeah, um, to to check it out for yourself. But tell me a little bit about that process of deciding on it and then watching that thing come to life. Uh, that was um, that was one of the coolest things hmm. because uh, so you know like I'm I'm managing the, the whole construction build out and i've got this like desk that sits in the tap room yeah or the future tap room i should say it did not look like one at the time and uh um this muralist jordan atkinson uh he uh and he's an artist he does labels uh, um and just all around fantastic guy hmm. uh he he came and like worked there every day for two weeks and like i'm sitting at this like kind of like this table you have right here like trying to do you know construction side but I keep, yeah. I keep watching this thing that was just a blank wall that I stared at for, mm. for months slowly start and uh, just start to come to life and he started with just like paint roller brushes that you could go buy at Home Depot yeah. and just paint a wall with and then you, he was like kind of blocking out uh, all these different color scapes and stuff like that and you start going I think that's the dragon that's some <laughs> green where I think the dragon's yeah. gonna be and then you're like those are buildings that has to be buildings and then right. then you start seeing some hops and then like he just kind of like kept honing and narrowing in and like you just like each day you came in it was you talk about those moments where like you kind of sit back and you go oh wow this is you know there's right. something at the something cool's uh, happening yeah, yeah um that was one of them that's when you start going this is gonna be something and, and of course the mural uh you know which is fantastic but like everything like it started to like kind mm. of finally starting to bring the tap room from just this blank monotone room into sure. like a, a place people can escape and go sit and you know, right. see something you don't see every day and well luckily i get to and yeah. like uh that we one of the things that was like real important to us was the grin on the dragon and, like, <laughs> me, and me and rachel and tyler and everybody yeah. we all talk about like like it's like what's he know like like mm. what's the what's what's he thinking about and it could be anything it's whatever yeah. whatever you think it is so it was cool. You're not and, getting to these hops, bro. That's what he's thinking. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what he's exactly thinking. Yeah. I'm so glad. That's because yeah, I was trying to describe like what I wanted, and I was like, "How about we have him like guarding Atlanta and the hops?" You yeah. Know? Like let's like, and then you know, Jordan came up with that, and I Gosh, was like, "This man. is 
this is it. <laughs> and then That's I said, so throw good. an ATL in there. That's right. <laughs> and so, That's uh, right. Um, yeah, it was it was um, fantastic, and you know we we went out for drinks because Jordan was here. Like he he almost felt like when he was leaving, yeah, it was almost like we were like losing a member of the team, sure, because sure. like we went out for drinks, you know, after he like finished at night, and uh, he got to see a lot of the construction side. So we talk about that, and uh, yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, good guy. free beer for that guy for however yeah, many he, years yeah, he, he wants <laughs> yeah. he wants to come back uh, for sure, but yeah. Um, no, it's cool because that's going to be, you know, talk about Instagram. Like, <laughs> what a spot for folks right there in your building, you know, to kind of identify with your brand and to just take a lasting memory that's going to, you know, separate your space from just going into, you know, a, a Joanna Gaines-esque, like, shiplap covered, you know, like, farmhouse you know setting of a restaurant you know like how cool is it and i know they got you've got this visual now to to attach to it well it's neat uh the the dragon has become such a such a like a symbol for us sure. and like what we're doing and uh, like i know the last time i was here we were talking about like the the logo and how the dragon came to be and I, yeah. I, i'm just i'm so excited about that mm-hmm. and then like getting to see it implemented across the the branding you get to see it just evolve. Yeah. And you're like, wow, we can do so much with this. And this right. really represents what we've been going for and just having a, like a, like a symbol for the, the, yeah. the, the crew. Sure. Uh, it's, it's cool. And, uh, yeah. Sorry. I'm thinking about the, the mural right no, now. Man, no <laughs> worries. Yeah. yeah. By the way, have you seen Peach Dragon, the movie? Yes, I have. Dude, you gotta have in the first couple weeks, like, a kid's morning at the brewery where you screen Peach Dragon, and you just got the... <laughs> well, Peach Dragon's name is Elliot. That's right! Yeah. How perfect. <laughs> yeah, somebody was in there. How perfect. Uh, actually, uh, um, second self. Did you base your entire company off of Peach Pretty Dragon? Pretty much, yeah. Is that what you're trying to tell me right now? It's been a long, long road to get to, exactly. <laughs> uh, second self, uh, a brewery down the road from us, they came by, like their team came by to try some of the, the test uh, batches. Yeah. And uh, somebody was, somebody else finally, like no one else had said it yet. Then yeah. like somebody was like talking to me, they're like, you know Pete's Dragon, right? And I was like, yeah, it's Ellie. <laughs> He's like, okay, I just, you had to know this. And I was like, yeah. Oh man, light bulb. Yep. You know, <laughs> I'm not a smart man, apparently, but yeah, cool. Um, okay, home stretch before opening day. Mm-hmm. What still has to happen between now and opening day for you to feel really confident when you open those doors for the first time? Um, uh, we have we have just a few things to finish up with, uh, like uh, punch list items, mm-hmm. uh, as far as like uh, construction, and then um, nothing major because uh, we are brewing, you know. Uh, we're finishing some tables for the tap room. Uh, I've got uh, a family member of mine uh, named Dusty. He's uh, he he works with wood and uh, does a fantastic job. And he was uh, uh, nice enough to uh, do these tables for yeah. us. And and I've got other family members, my uncle and of course my dad. They're helping on that as as well. So we got to finish these tables. Um, you know, right now it's it's starting to dive into you know point of sale systems mm-hmm. and uh, planning how we're going to set up our grand opening. Uh, sure, hiring. Uh, bartenders and uh also we have a sales rep who's starting next week um we have to start uh targeting accounts that we want to be in in the neighborhood Mm. and working with our distributors so it's a lot of uh, everything needs to all the clocks need to strike at the the right time (laughs) yeah because uh it's it's still there's still a lot to do uh we every day like me and, and the team we're all like 
we, we know we're going to get it done, but yeah. uh, we just got to keep pushing. Um, so yeah, a, a million things. <laughs> well, and I, I've talked to you enough now in two half an hour conversations to realize that you're a fairly forward thinking person. Thank you. But you got to know and you got to expect that there are going to be some hiccups oh, and yeah. there's going to be some things that go wrong. You know, in the first few days, you're going to have a customer who's just a jerk, you know, that points out something that you're like, really? Mm-hmm. That's what you're worried about? Um, but it's all part of the experience, right? Yeah. It's all part of the, you know, the grind and the hustle because if you're the best you're going to be on day one, something's wrong. Yeah. Because you always want to be getting better, right? And improving the experience, improving your brand. Um, so our taproom manager started like uh, just a week ago. Hmm. And so, so like you're saying, I've been thinking about the taproom. I've, I've read plenty on them and I've, hmm. I've worked with people on them uh, before within just a week. Um, you know, uh, Tracy, our, our new taproom manager, she's like throwing out all these new better ideas awesome. and things like that. And that's yeah. and that's also the kind of leader or whatever that I, I want to be is like, sure. come in and tell me what we're doing wrong. And, and if, if the customer, yeah, you're, you're going to end up with those ty- uh, like annoying customers of course. but some of them actually might have you know like here here's an idea and then you and then you take and run like yeah. some of the best ideas are coming from somebody who's sitting on the other side of the bar yeah uh but uh yeah no we at FireMaker, um and we talk about this when we're interviewing people we always want to be improving like we i don't ever want to just like sit back on on our laurels and it's easy for me to say <laughs> this before we're open right uh, like, like you right. know in a year uh you know there i'll be singing some other <laughs> tune but you know right now we always want to be being better every single day and sure i don't know we'll, we'll yeah. see that's the exciting part that's you right you got up. you got a, a lot of life uh, to live coming up in the in the coming days months and years yeah. so well you guys were were very kind last time you came in and you brought a little swag for the office the firemaker mug and the t-shirt so i have a little something for you oh my gosh yes <laughs> I want to present both of you guys, and Tyler's gonna gonna hate me. Maybe we'll have to hook him up as well. <laughs> but I've got for you and Rachel each your own Atlanta born and brand Our City Our Story T-shirt. I'm so that, glad. Uh, I keep I keep seeing y'all on Instagram, and I'm like, I need a shirt. <laughs> Here it you is. could have bought one, Elliot. Jeez, I <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you, man. Uh, but yes, and uh, you know we're pumped to see what the next season holds for you guys. You know we'll. We'll be there early and often, I'm sure, but best of luck to you, and we'll talk to you again shortly uh, post-opening. Thanks. To keep up with Elliot and the FireMaker team, head to FireMakerBeer.com or follow them on social media at FireMakerBeer. Stay tuned to Atlanta Born & Brand for the final part in this series when we catch up with the team after the grand opening. Atlanta Born and Brand is a production of Connects Media. We're a full-service digital media company focused on helping small businesses tell their story in the most effective way they can. If you'd like to tell the story of your business, we'd love to help. You can find us at connectsatl.com. Special thanks go out to our producer, Catherine Hilliard, and the Connects Media team of Chris Hilliard, Mackenzie Bates, and Andrew Blaylock. Stay tuned to the show for more stories from the city's top startups and small businessmen and women. You can do that by subscribing in Apple Podcasts or wherever else you happen to be listening. If you like the show, we'd really appreciate a review and a rating. And of course, share it with your friends. Keep up with the show on social media. We're ATL Born Brand on Instagram and Twitter, 
And you can also like our Atlanta Born and Brand Facebook page. Finally, you can find all the previous episodes of the show on our website, atlborn.com. And we also want to extend this opportunity for you guys to join the Atlanta Born and Brand family, at least the Facebook group that is. If you want to interact with the entrepreneurs and founders that you hear on this show, please join us in our Facebook group, the Atlanta Born and Brand family. We can't wait to see what connections you guys make to help make the city better in 2020. For Atlanta Born and Brand and Connects Media, I'm Jonathan Hilliard. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you all soon.